<laughs> Often overlooked self-care options. Great. I'm going to demon to destroy society. Take out your skeleton and slither into a nearby crack in the wall. Abandon human civilization and live amongst the wolves. Replace all your hair with caterpillars. That one's a little weird. Exfoliate your skin with the crushed bones of those who have wronged you. <laughs> Start a cult. Adopt a poltergeist. Fall into a magical hundred-year coma. <laughs> Bathe in marmalade, then offer yourself bees. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just watch or just read. The thing wait. is, is I feel like we could get like big. Wait a minute, do we have a Jamie? I've been here. Yeah, we for do, a while. bro. You could have just been like, "Hey, no, you guys are in the middle of something." I didn't want to. So, so I want to. I do want to discuss this with you, Jamie. First things first. I want to get this out of the way. I, uh, I. 100% believe that I can run a 40 yard dash in under six seconds. Um, mostly because I haven't been that out of shape. And this is directly at Dan. Touch PS football. Welcome everybody to PS Football. I am your host, the Poop Face. I am joined as always by my co-host, the Shack, and our producer, Dondi. Shack and Dondi, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just, just hanging out. It's a Thursday. Well, I only wanted to put that in so that Chris can edit it to the front. So it seems like I was here the whole time, and then you guys just talk for an hour without. <laughs> that actually would oh, be yeah. really funny. Yeah. Um, I, even even okay. better with the where I was like, oh Jamie, you're here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like later. There's gonna be some editing for this podcast, don't I you assume. worry. Uh I am here too, and I had a chimichanga for lunch yeah. today. Just, Chimichangas are so good. You're Chris, you were just blessed with the switch. And the switch that I'm talking about is something that Eric and I both do not possess, which is a switch that you eat something and then you're like, that was good. And then you're okay with not eating any more of it. Um, I do not have that switch. And Eric, I don't think it's, I, I think you're, you and I are cut from the same cloth in that sense where you also do not. Yeah. Oh yeah. You like, switch. you throw like Indian food or something in front of me and I'm just like, I'm going to eat this entire portion for four. Yeah. Like a bag of chips. If, oh, I mean, I, I do that too. I just don't like also like snack and stuff like when i go i go see hard. that's the big thing for me that i changed was like now when like i snack or like a, well so so actually two things but like so i'm eating smaller meals and then just mm. having snacks between them but yeah. like also now my snacks are like a thing of yogurt that has 20 gram proteins uh p3 i don't know if you guys have had those by oscar meyer but they're the little eye-shaped things that have like a meat a cheese and a nut in them mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude, those things yeah, are they, they go on sale for like a buck like every other week at Meyer, and those things are fantastic. Throwing I believe lunch. it. So like I eat that and then I eat like quest bars, which also have like 20 grams of protein. So like that's been the big thing with like my snacking. Is my snacking has been not the super like potato chips and stuff. And like that's the difference, I think. Oh, for sure. And and I'm really glad to hear that that's going well for you because I know like it's such a fucking like mental hurdle with all that stuff too it's so i'm trying really hard so so i was uh, it was about like 17 like in five weeks mm -hmm. um and then like i didn't lose anything for a week and i'm like i'm kind of like i'm trying really hard not to freak myself out about it mm -hmm. because i realized like part of the reason i lost that weight was because like we were in florida with my parents so like we were doing a ton of walking right mm -hmm. And like, I was like super strict and good on my diet, but then like this past week, right? St. Patrick's day. So sliders and stuff like that. Like I ate, I ate some carbs and stuff like that. So now yeah. I'm like, I just have to be like, 
I'm back on getting back. Right. I'm back to the basics. There's nothing to worry. Like 17 was like a decent amount for like that first week. You couldn't like, you're not going to necessarily match that every week. It just makes some sort of progress. Yeah, of course. And it's better to have like a slow sustained thing than it would be to heat to like, to lose, you know, 70 pounds overnight. Right. Exactly. That's, that's my whole point is I've been trying. My biggest thing is since I've been doing this, I've been trying to find like, okay, what stuff that I need, like, I know that if somebody was like, I'm putting this in front of you, I'd be like, fuck it. I'm eating it. Yeah. So like my, so like now I'm trying to, so like now my thing is like, all right, well, I can't really do sandwiches or tacos or stuff like that with normal wraps, but like tomorrow wraps, which are like six grams of carbs, seven grams of protein and like 60 calories. Like I use those for literally everything. Those become pizza crust. Those become burrito wraps. Those become fake garlic naan. Like I buy them by literally like the three packet buyer every week. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay. And so the only other thing that I wanted to do to start, and then we can talk about things is um, for a long time. Uh, well, I'll just start it the easiest way. I would like to publicly apologize to Matthew Stafford. I have said things both privately and on this podcast that I think I am not particularly, uh, I was not in the right state of mind when I said them. And uh, I, you know, it's, it's okay. But congratulations to Matthew Stafford for winning a Super Bowl. I think it's pretty clear that this solidifies the fact that what's wrong with the Lions is the Lions and not necessarily the players. Although I, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. So I totally forgot that Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl until like just now. Well, yeah, we originally we wanted to do this podcast like the week after the Super Bowl. And I forget what something happened. But I think we I think it was that was the that was basically like the week before I left for Florida. It was either that or like I think we waited because was was the meeting after the end of the year wrap up. I can't remember. I don't remember when the Super Bowl was. It was like the first part of February. February. I don't remember when the when the thing was. Yeah, so we're recording this mid March. Wait, technically late March. Late, late, late March. Huh. Look, it's going to be a really great show, everybody, and that's yeah. what took us so long. Yeah, just to, just to get. If there's one thing you can say about the PS, PS football crew, we're yeah. timely. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, I feel like this beats it last year when Jamie and I didn't have an EP. Like, I think it took us like four months. Yeah, but that was because we decided that the season was about to start. We should probably do like a preseason thing, right? This is also true. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we we left like halfway through the season because we were like, you know, this isn't going good places. Yeah, some, I think we got we got too overscripted. But back to the back to my original point because we're like we're digressing a lot. But uh, congratulations to Matthew Stafford. It's it was pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool Super Bowl, especially because I think Aaron Donald is like the best football player that I've seen in like my conscious life. So that so that was kind of cool to like see. Oh, sorry, I was just being Urban yeah. Meyer. Did he did so? I know there was talk about him retiring if he were to win the Super Bowl. He, it did doesn't he, sound like he's gonna. Uh, or at least I, he hasn't I, announced anything. I couldn't imagine that, right? Because isn't he still like kind of in his prime? I think this is low mid thirties, maybe. Okay. So, so maybe not so much. Well, he was drafted in 2010. Oh God. Been that long. I I think so. Cause it was the Ebron draft. And I think that was 2010. Cause he was the pick after Ebron. I think there were like a couple picks after God we're old. I'll I'll look that up. We sure are Eric. We sure are. Uh, Donald. So while Jamie's looking that up, what Chris are you oh, most 2014? Twenty fourteen. See, okay. look at that. We're not okay. We're still old, but we're like old. not as bad as that, right? You you took three years away from me, Jamie. Yeah, I mean, you can have them back if you want. You might just waste them though. My my mini fridge just died, and I realized it was almost sixteen years old. I I had that the mini fridge that was under my bar at my old apartment uh, was my dad's mini fridge when he started working 
uh, at like, I think it was like 86. Like it was literally from the year like they got married, which was two years before I was even born. And it lasted three or That's 29 crazy. years. That's had that nice had that nice uh, fake wood paneling on the front. And so yeah, so it was like a mine just made me feel old because the reason it's sixteen years old is I got it freshman year at college. Chris, you are old, which was sixteen years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, that's that's depressing, isn't it? You're like, oh, I graduated in 2010, and then you realize that's 12 years ago. In two years, it will have been the exact same amount of time from birth to college as college to now i uh i i had that from i think it was eric mcdonald last year at some point he was like hey uh you know that we've known each other longer than we haven't known each other now and i was like oh oh hell uh i think i figured out chris it's probably similar time for you when did you move to madison 2010 so you have lived in madison for 12 years It'll be 10 years yeah. since I moved away from Michigan this September. No. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I remember when we used to get uh, Indian with Adam and watch the newsroom. I know. And now he has a child. Wait. Oh, my God. That, yep. He's 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 a responsible adult, or did someone just hand him a child? No, he's married with a kid. Okay. 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 So at least she knew what she was getting into then. I mean as much as you can with Adam. This is true. You, so, you never quite know. All right. So we got that out of the way. I felt bad, but I think sometimes like you project onto someone or something, uh, a bunch of feelings that you don't quite understand. And for me, it was dealing with lions fandom and I projected it onto Matthew Stafford. And I feel like that was wrong as I've gotten older. Um, and also you cannot take away that, you know, he didn't fail into a Super Bowl. He definitely like he was part Super- of the reason. Yeah, he he yeah. won the Super Bowl. You know? So I think that's pretty cool. Not not the Peyton Manning Denver Super Bowl. Like he actually earned. This I one. I was thinking back to that uh, the other when actually it kind of ties into when you guys were talking about uh, Russell Wilson. I was thinking back to that, and I remember watching games that season where it didn't even seem like Peyton Manning could throw a ball more than like fifteen yards. And I still am, yeah. you know, just how good that defense was, you know, so. And then we yeah. opened the game with that safety. Yep, sure did. I remember. Uh, That's one of my fondest Russell Wilson memories is that Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, so Chris, do you have a list of things that we need to discuss? Yeah, uh, well, I guess we passed a bunch of what the other thing that happened since the Super Bowl is we had the end of season meeting. We passed a bunch of shit. Uh, I guess the stuff that passed just to start off, uh, we cut league fees in basically in half. I don't think we need to talk oh, about that. Change uh, sealed draft order. Uh, sealed draft order. I know Jamie's in favor. I will of that, never right? win this league, but my legacy will be the chaos that is the draft order. And I am okay with that. This is great because Chris is telling me all new things that my brain definitely just ejected. You were at that meeting, I yeah. think, Gary, I absolutely so. was. <laughs> I forgot about literally everything to do with fantasy football. The vote on the change of uh, the, the vote on the change of positions and stuff, Ryan leaving, Tim coming in. I forgot all of that shit until I'm going to be honest. I didn't even read your note that you sent. I just knew I got it until yesterday. I went to go and text Ryan or maybe it was a couple days ago because I was like pretty high and I, I, Oh, that's what it was. It was, we decided to watch space jam. Yeah. And Ryan's a space jam guy. (laughs) So I was, so I, I went to text him and I, I looked at the text that I had that we had last talked about and it was right after the meeting and I was just and I like I literally told him I was like so three things one I came here to tell you number three but pulling this up text reminded me of all the fantasy football changes that shit's gonna be crazy two I'm very high which should explain <laughs> three three space jam totally fucking comes up <laughs> uh, sealed draft order. My thoughts on the draft order is nobody who preps for the draft think 
is as good as they think they are at prepping. Yeah, I don't think it gives you a marked advantage over people who don't prep. Like, I just don't, I, I get why you do it and why you think it helps. But realistically, I don't think it helps. And even some of the people who have done mocks have said that our draft doesn't go like a normal draft anyway. And I think that's true because at least a couple times in the first like couple rounds, you're like, oh, holy crap, like this person took this. Like like Chris, although he probably knew that I was not going to take Dalvin Cook again. But, you know, like that's that type of stuff happens. Like Jamie's, I think, point was, yeah. right, was everybody knows who the first 20 picks are going to be anyway. And I, I'm excited because it's, it's change. And I know in the past, I have historically been the stickler for like, you should keep things the way they are. But like, I really felt like this season, just with everything that like kind of happened and just like how people were kind of feeling like we, we basically needed to blow up the league and restart it, which is more or less what we did by doing all of these like changes together. Yeah. All right, so what's next on the list? Yeah, speaking of change, we also pretty drastically changed the roster. I would argue, like of the of the rule changes, this is probably the biggest change. And you can you recap for listeners and in no way, shape, or form me what those what that change roster looked like? Yeah. So, the, so <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me take a crack at it real quick. I'm pretty sure it has something to do with a death pool where we all. Our starting quarterback is a selection of which one of the league members will die first, I believe. Am I wrong there, Chris? Is that right? Is that wrong? Uh, You are, in fact, wrong. Oh, Uh, really? It was a tauntaun, right? We all threw in money for the league fees, and whichever one of us was left standing got the win, right? Yes, I believe so. I mean, yeah, that sounds accurate. Uh, We also changed up the roster spots, though. we're down to one normal flex spot. We added a, a required spot at running back and wide receiver, and we added a super flex. So we have one more starting position than we have in past years. I think that's going to make some really interesting. So like, this, I think we all agree you'd be pretty stupid to start anybody other than a quarterback in a super flex. Uh, it will depend on the scoring and how good you are at accumulating talent. But there would be very few scenarios where I would not start a second quarterback. Yeah. So so I feel like you almost call that a second quarterback slot. But I also do think like maybe on bye weeks of a quarterback, you do throw in like another maybe a high receiver or running back or something like that. I don't know. All I know is like the roster changes, I feel like completely shakes up the entire like like I feel like this league once again is gonna be like you are playing a new fantasy football league. Yeah, it will for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think in the past I've been one of the people dragging my feet on change a little bit too. Well, but, you also were the newest um, person to the league, and like you were like, I'm still experiencing all this. I don't know if it's bad or not. Yeah, the thing I got to say though is I I think that the roster makeup um, is might have a nice impact on trading, which I think people like Jason should like. Uh, it'll just make that a whole lot easier. Um, I, the reason that I fully got on board with some drastic changes to the roster is with the three flex positions, it just felt like there's no easy trades to make because running backs and wide receivers and even tight ends to some extent are starting and competing directly against each other for roster spots. Uh, now you can make like a wide receiver two trade for a running back two trade, and that's a viable thing to do if uh, you have more bench depth than another person in a particular position. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's 100% right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess going back to the quarterback thing, you were talking about the super flex. We did change quarterback scoring too. We dropped to a four point passing touchdown uh, and minus two points for interception, which I think is what we had before. We just didn't increase it because we decreased the touchdown points. I think that's also right, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, I think quarterback is easily the most valuable position. Uh, and so decreasing the points, I think, like, will change up the scoring enough to where the gap shrinks a little bit on certain QBs. 
I feel like all the changes we made in the roster and the scoring and all of that, I feel like really made made an effort to bring back the balance and individuality of the, the roster spot. Does that make sense? Like a wide receiver from running back from a quarterback. Like there are now marked differences between them and why you might want to pick one over the other. And like Chris said, I think it does increase trading because you do like, you can't just throw another pass catching running back in and you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to do that for, I got four of them. I'm going to do that for all the slots. Like you actually, you can't start eight running backs or, or something stupid like that. Like you have to have a little diversity. You have to balance across different areas. But you could hold eight wide receivers. Watch me. I'll do yeah. it. We'll see how that I'll works do it. Out. Don't don't tempt me with good time. I gotta. Uh, that leads me into the next role change. I guess uh, the highest scorer for the week's picks the lowest scorer's role on Discord for the week. I'm all in favor of public shaming, so I like this one. And if you carry eight wide receivers, you're going to get some fucking great nicknames uh, when you score lowest. Yeah, is, I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I think I think that'll be a cool change. And like I told Chris, like I'm not really on the Discord right now, but like once the season starts, like coming back in, like August hits, right? I'll start jumping back in because it. I feel like a lot of stuff is I've, and I think I've expressed this before. I'm not really one to follow like the draft and all that stuff. Like I just want like watching football during the football season. Yeah. Um, so, so like a lot of this that happens on the discord, I'm not, I'm like, yeah, whatever. So um, I, I will say, and, yeah. and I don't want to, I, I want to complete what we're doing first and then we'll talk about all the different things that have happened, but like, I do just want to say that the random trades and all of that should have, have been crazy. So it has been a very entertaining soap yeah. opera, but I feel like we should do that after we're through of all these different changes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There are, there are a couple of changes that we didn't actually make yet. Uh, I'll just run through those quick before I cover to the last change that we did make to the league. Uh, so the items that are currently in limbo, which I think maybe we'll cover in, some shorter episodes in the coming off season weeks, but head to head weekly scoring plus weekly ranking. I believe that's like the combo scoring proposal. Um, what to do for a weekly game. I know there's been some interesting suggestions thrown out there and maybe we can spend an episode deep diving on a couple of those. Didn't we have, just, didn't we, excuse me, didn't we like come upon some use of the weekly funds that we thought, be a good like i feel like we kind of came like in spiritual consensus like yeah like hey this would be a cool idea to do a weekly game or did we just all agree we hated the current weekly game and wanted something different and we'd think about it i don't remember like on the podcast i don't think we ever no i i'm talking about on the group thing and i would like to preface this that like ryan's done a very good job throughout the years of like trying these like weekly games and stuff most of us okay i'm gonna be honest me big big part of this are shit bags that never pay attention to it and so therefore you end up having like six people playing them yeah i think there's still some discussion to be had there um i guess i would prefer that it not be correlated with having a good team in in the actual fantasy game Uh, it'd be nice if they were different and relatedly um one interesting idea I had uh, that we'll get into later is maybe even select non-league members could participate in the weekly game. That's just an idea I had briefly. We'll get into that more in a sec. We could totally do a DraftKings or FanDuel, I think. You can do like dollar entries. Uh, I don't know if Missouri has FanDuel. I would have to look into that. So I think you can do... I think you can do the, because it's technically not sports betting. So I think you can do the fan duel um, where you pick like the optimal team each week, or you have like a hundred dollars, like fake dollars to Mm -hmm. build a team. And I think you can participate in those because that's basically just fantasy football. But yeah, a lot of states don't have the, the sports book part of the app where you're actually betting odds and stuff. I see. Well, then maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 
The, the last item that's still in limbo is alternative uh, defensive scoring. I think we just need to run some numbers on that. So pe people don't really want to have an opinion on that until we've shown. And I, and I think what, I, some of the different options will actually do to score. Yeah. And I think there, I think everybody seemed to be amicable to listening because I do think everybody generally likes the idea of scoring points from a defense not a mm -hmm. defense starting with 10 points and then these yards bring the ports points down. Like yeah. it's a lot it, because yeah. right. You, you start the game and you're like, Seattle defense has 10 and I'm like, cool. Well, they let 414 yards per game. So might as well make that a one. Like it, I feel like it makes it better to follow if it starts at the bottom, yeah. you get points added. So, yeah. but I agree. I think that's something we need to maybe crunch the numbers. We probably should at some point maybe do like a, maybe in like a couple months we could maybe Chris, the three of us could do some maybe proposals on defensive scoring and maybe just walk it through in part of a podcast. Like, Hey, this is an example. Here's some of the things you can do with it. Cause I think we all know what you can do on the offensive side, right? Like points for a touchdown points for a first down uh, point per catch yards per catch. But I don't think people yeah. even know on the defensive side of the ball, all the different little sliders and knobs that you can use. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just keeping track of your scoring, it'd be easier if we like flipped it a little bit. Um, yeah. I think Ryan said too, that if, if we plug the settings into past seasons, he can probably get historical data for how the end of season point totals would have looked. Um, so maybe we can pull some of that in and talk through that to make a decision. Um, speaking of Ryan, that leads me into the final change that actually got passed and made in the league. Uh, Ryan, our commissioner, is no longer participating in the, in the league for 2022. So I would I, I told Chris this, Jamie, before you got on. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm 100% genuinely serious in the fact that I do not remember anything that happened to do with the league nothing until like it was just brought back up including the fact that ryan wasn't going to be in it i was texting him the other day because i needed to tell him that space jam held up as a movie and the last text that we had was some back and forth right after he right after i think the day after where he announced that he was taking a break and like i read those and my brain went Oh yeah, shit, that happened. He's not in the league this year. And then like, like legitimately my brain goes, Hey, what else do you think you missed? Eh, sure, it's not too bad. And then and then just promptly moved on with life. But I legitimately forgot about all of this. So it's kind of entertaining to like hear it for like the first time again. Um, but I in all seriousness, you know, I Ryan acknowledging he wants to take a step back and just kind of be a casual observer for a year um i can't imagine how frustrating it is when your fantasy team's doing raw doing bad and even your actual team does bad um just just gives you no joy and i've i've seen that sometimes where it's like man i can't catch a break or you sit there and you get get interested in the game and you're just like oh my god why did kelsey drop that pass or whatever like that like sometimes you just want to you, not everything has to be a chore. And I think sometimes fantasy football can become a chore sometimes. So, yeah. So, so good on him for wanting to take a step back from it. Um, it. Clearly we would all want him back when he feels comfortable rejoining, be that 23, 24, whatever. But um, you know, I good for, good for him. I think taking a step back and I think it's cool because um, we get to reintroduce Tim to the league who yeah. I think everybody enjoyed. Um, so I, I think that'll be, that'll be cool. Plus, plus I like the fact being that Ryan's still commissioner, like he'll still be in things with us. Like, it's not like he's just disappearing from the league. He's still going to be around. Yeah. And, and it definitely like continues with the, um, continues with like our narrative that the league isn't just a fantasy league at this point. Like it stopped being a fantasy league probably after the second or third year. It's that, almost like, we all kind of got older. You can go ahead. That, that was that was all like I, I didn't think of like I couldn't think of a terminology, but like it's basically a social club. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's the new like you know just 
whatever we do. And and to your point, I I am like, so part of me is proud of Ryan, obviously, because like it's acknowledging that something was wrong and he's taking steps to fix it. And I think that's good. And that shows like a maturity that, you know, I mean, he has a kid, so I, I, I'd hope that he'd have like a level of maturity like that to make, you know, decisions and, and see things. But selfishly, there's a part of me that's mad because I wanted to be the one to quit the league. And I've been talking about it for years. And I feel like he just stepped in and really spoke my mind. I mean, you know, if I'm going that way. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, I told Ryan that if he wanted next year to come back, he could have my spot. And then we would just cycle through people every year <laughs> to give people a break, uh, which I thought was kind of a funny thing. Um, I, I honestly think it would yeah. be kind of interesting if we if he did. Um, you know, decide to to come back in 2023, and Tim still wanted to keep playing. Like, let's find a 12th and make it 12 teams. Like yeah. that that changes the dynamic once again. Yeah. And I think I think we could. Yeah. I, I think if we if we knew that, like, you know, Tim coming back is is great. I think everybody was a huge fan. Um, but you know, as as long as we have time to actually search for another league member, I'm sure we could find somebody that's kind of in our orbit that everybody likes uh, likes to um, yeah you know let, likes to hang out with and stuff like that. So it, Michael Birma, I think we talked about it since he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, if we want to keep pressuring him to join, well, so so I did this for people with fantasy hockey, right? Is I would because I played, I think Chris, you were in the league that I managed the one year when I was in like four hockey leagues, which do not mm-hmm. do. If you've, I know Jason's been in like four or five fantasy football leagues, but like Good you money. have to set your, you have to set your roster like once on Sundays, try having to change your roster literally every single day on four different teams. Mm-hmm. It is insane. And I never wish that hell on anyone. Um, but uh, like you can do the co-owner, right? So like the co-owner is a great way to allow somebody to look at how you play the game, right? Like, hey, here's how you here's what your bench looks like and stuff like that. But they also like you can kind of teach them almost. And I think it's that might be a good way if because I think he has some interest in it. So maybe he becomes like a co-owner for a team for a season just mm-hmm. to kind of get the feeling on how to play. Cause I do know in the past couple of years, like between Jason and I, like we've actually got him to like watch some football games. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm open at this point. Yeah. I think, I think we all would be open to having a 12 team league or however it wants to go. But I think like first and foremost, like I want what I, what I, what I actually want is I want Ryan to want to come back and play. Absolutely. Know? Yep, and, one thousand percent for sure. And I think like that. I think that was kind of a, a like you know. I think everybody had you know that real moment at the at the meeting that Eric uh, you you like just forgot about afterwards. But you actually had like a pretty long little uh, little thing where you were talking about how you want Ryan to want to come back, and obviously like he's such an integral part of the league uh, that it's not going to be the league without him anyways. So, Oh fuck. I didn't say that. Yeah. I'm pretty, I don't think I'm making that up. No, no, you're not. Okay. So, so I, I need to, I need to very quickly, I can't remember what had happened during this time, but for some reason I was in a very, very negative headspace. Like I, my social bubble was broken. My social battery was zero. I did not want to deal with human beings. So I think part of the reason I don't remember any of this is because people know I was wearing my hat the whole time. I had my Samsung uh, earbuds in and was listening to Eminem the whole time. <laughs> so, so I think part of the reason I don't remember this is because I was literally just kind of zoning in, in and out of my own little world like that entire time. Yeah. Not to say that mm-hmm. I don't love everyone in the league, but like, I was just in a mental place where like that was what I needed to survive. But mm-hmm. now that you say that I do mention, I do remember saying that like, we hope he comes back and we hope that he wants to come back um, because we didn't want to th- like, that's the last thing like he is regardless, you know, an integral part of the league. And we want to make sure that like at no point in time, like you never want somebody to be like, Oh, well this league's better off without me. Cause we're not, like it's it's a social club, right? You're you're not 
you're a sum of the parts and he's definitely an integral part of it. So, you know, kudos for him, like you said, Jamie, for him acknowledging it. And, you know, we also hope that he will, uh, he will come back and then, Hey, this is, I know that like, okay, this is going to happen. I just want to say right now, this is what's going to happen. He's going to take a year off. He's going to come back in let's say 2023 and he's going to win the league because, and I, I, I can't, I can't give you any concrete evidence or any reasoning or anything like that. It just feels very Ryan like because he has the three championships already. Right. So he takes a year off, comes back and gets that for it. It, it like, that's the, that's the universal poetry that I just feel. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can see it. I, I, it's one of those things where like, obviously some people have been, uh, been very consistent and then some people have won championships and Ryan was in a little bit of a down spell. And I think that a lot of that has to do with just the sheer luck involved in fantasy. But yeah, I yeah. can see, I can see him coming back. I could also see him coming back. Um, <laughs> and to me, a much more comedic thing would be if he came back and he did worse and then he quit again. Um, because I think that would be sort mm. of funny. Uh, like kind of a dark humor kind of way. Not to say that I want that to happen. I'm just saying like that, you know, I could see it happening. J- me, man, we gotta edit this out because I was trying to be all uplifting and shit. You just came in like a wrecking ball and knocked that over. I don't know. I think if we talk to Ryan, I think yeah. comedically, isn't it? Is it? I think. I think from a feel-good standpoint, it'd be better if he won. But comedically, I think it'd be better if he did worse. So I don't think that's a terrible idea to build that into the league. Even um, I guess if we obviously getting to twelve people would be ideal, especially from like competitiveness and a scheduling aspect i briefly looked into how a schedule would work with 11 teams and it looks like trash it's just terrible i think um, i think that we like maybe we could do some kind of relegation system oh like have like a like have a um, yeah like you get put on the bench for a year if you're the poop face oh, if you're the poop and then we sit out back. for a year and then it's a 10 team league with 12 people yeah. that would be kind of interesting or, or 11 then, yeah then, 11 or 11 team 11 people or whatever that would be kind of cool because then the person that like has to sit out would have to be like the person that has to coordinate a bunch of stuff and be the commission's assistant yeah that could that's a good idea um i was also thinking too like obviously so for fantasy scheduling purposes 11 teams would be pretty terrible there'd be no way to do a fair balanced schedule but for the weekly game it wouldn't be that hard to incorporate an odd number of people mm-hmm. into that for most of the options. Um, so we could still have extra people in, involved in the league that aren't actively participating in like the, the fantasy part of it um, in that any given year. I, I know. And, and I feel like some people are probably going to kill me for this. Um, but I know, and Ryan has expressed it multiple times, that it, Caitlin has wanted to play like in in our league, right? Like more kind of competitive, fold out. And and from what I understand, my wife's not a part of it. Um, football apparently was not her thing, but like it, it's been going pretty well. The 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 wives league, they've actually been doing some stuff, and you know they're they're starting to build, which is cool. But maybe this is the year that our side game could be a coordination or collaboration with either the women, either the wives league or whoever else wants to play. And it turns into a, you know, we've got 20 people and the, the goal is X, right? You're trying to pick uh, maybe the top scoring uh, defense, or you're trying to pick the upset of the week or something like that. Um, I I yeah. said this years ago um, because it, I felt like everybody was burning out and all that. Uh, and I thought that it would be really fun to have um, like not necessarily a mini game, but possibly like a separate league where everybody uh, gets paired up and you have a general manager and you have a head coach. So the GM is the one that drafts and then does like week to week, like acquisitions and things. And then the head coach is the one that sets the lineup, Um, which I thought would be like kind of a fun exercise to do. Uh, 
because like you would have to think differently, right? Like you want to give your head coach like the best options or whatever. That is um, actually a kind of cool idea. Um, and I don't know like how it would actually work logistically because, um, you know, who knows if anybody would actually be into it, but I thought that would be fun. And, and I, you know, it, it would be kind of fun because is the, um, is Caitlin's league or Bugs league or whoever runs it, is that like a 10 team league as well? Or is that a 12 team league? It's Caitlin's. And I think, you know, it might be a 12, but I think it's a 10. Yeah. Cause that would be kind of fun to have like a crossover that way where like maybe mm-hmm. you mix and match and one person's the GM and one person's the coach. Yeah, and and you can easily accomplish that in ESPN because you could you can make two managers on a team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I thought that would be like kind of a fun thing. I don't really have any thoughts on the mini game. Um, I'm historically almost good at them, so like I will almost win a bunch of times, uh, but never actually yeah. win. So I don't really feel strongly one way or another because I never win enough money in them. Um, and I'm not really super competitive in that sense. I'm more competitive with, I think that I draft really well and my team should be better than it is, um, which I've yeah. you know, said many times. And, and I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, like, obviously what I was saying is I want Ryan to come back and leave, but I was saying that I thought it would be funny if um, history yeah. repeated itself. And I, I was just I suggesting that, like, if we did have, even for just this year, or maybe a rotating non-league league member uh that the the weekly game would be a good opportunity to still include them in uh league events like maybe their league fee for that year is only the yeah. whatever 13 16 dollars whatever no, I, I like it um uh, was there anything else on your list chris that we want to get to um i don't think so well i guess uh just in general we talked a lot about ryan leaving and we kind of briefly covered tim joining uh kind of talked about him being a known quantity but i would disagree with that because i don't really know tim i replaced him i guess uh that's the extent of my knowledge of we earlier talked about before jamie got on right in our pre-show i've been here Uh, the whole time eric the way that the the way that the episodes edited proves that Uh, yeah but i was talking about the pre-show the green the green room right oh, the green before place. before we all got before we all walked on the beach here mm-hmm. right like we were waiting in the green Shit. room mm-hmm. um exactly. so what do you mean by a green room were you, has jamie been here the whole dude, time were you not in the green room the room that had all the cannabis plants i um i was not uh but i did bring huh. you a new mini fridge chris well see there you go um should discord but, be the green room like we meet in discord before we start the zoom that actually well we were trying to because i can all of us got the time wrong well because i can make a i could make a channel like a voice channel that says the green room that only oh yeah and that would be it that would be interesting i just meant that eric and i were being high before the podcast started and jamie called it the green room like he knows like he knows that we were in here just i I don't really think it's with long pauses and discussions jamie you you took so long to come on that i literally lost my high i uh Maybe that was designed after the last time we did that episode. <laughs> I'll go with that. That was a design. So I'm probably going to cut some of this out, but uh, I will say that the last episode that we recorded took a lot of editing. <laughs> fair enough. Like I cut out a lot of, like a fair amount yeah, of so dead how about, air. How about this? You're welcome for being late. Fair enough. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so back to Tim. Um, granted, it's been years since I've, spoken with him but like when he was in the league yeah yeah tim's back in the league (laughs) so uh, how do i remember this and you not this is weird uh but uh so a couple of things that i remember he he is always like the sense of humor guy so like he would get like we were talking about chris this is where everything comes full circle like all those stupid things that you talk yourself out of doing with the podcast he would be one of the people to laugh so, you know, I, yeah. so there's that. Um, also, he's, he's the one that you can thank for literally all of the Poopasaurus stuff. Cause he was the first one to yeah. really just like own the Poopasaurus. So like, Oh, I hear, heard you. That's the one thing I know about Tim is that he owned the Poopasaurus. Like, like when I had my perfect season there, 
like that was who I started to like try to model myself after like Tim because he was like the preeminent poopasaurus when it came to just like his energy and I was like I, I need that sort of energy about being poopasaurus and then I went to almost do it twice and it was terrible but uh yeah so so Tim 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 is a is a great guy and I think I think it'll be cool to have him uh back back in the league for uh, however long he would like to be here. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was Tim is Tim friends like is he friends with Brian? I believe he was friends with Brian. Yes, because of soccer. Okay. Because another right, thing right, I remember right, right. about Tim is that he's a fucking Everton fan. Yes. So in a in a good way. In a good way. I mean, I don't really have any problems with Everton, so. Okay. It's just he's not my team, so that's kind of like Premier League rules. Mm-hmm. You have to hate fans of every other team. Gotcha. Well, I can't wait to have him on the podcast so that we could talk about that. Uh, he he would definitely. Yeah. I feel like it, I think he has like three kids now, um, yeah. but if he can find the time, I think he would definitely be worth uh, having on the podcast to kind of get his get his thoughts on. Uh, some things in the league. Maybe that's an idea. Maybe we do a get to know your league member. Oh, we totally should. We we got a lot of off-season ideas. I think, uh, like, we don't want to, like, make scheduling too hard, but I I, I think we got plenty of ideas for... I don't think that's a... I don't think that's, like, a... You're thinking maybe, like, a... I think that's, like, one of us calls him and asks him, like, questions and then gives you the... Like a pre-recorded segment kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not not like we do it all on... Like, we're not going to do that live, you know? We're not going to do it live. Gotcha. But that would would be my idea. I think that would be kind of interesting. Um, I, I got a question. Do you think... Tim cuts into the the Jamie Chris rivalry at all. Uh, I mean, in the short term, it seems like we have almost like an interim Poopasaur situation going on because Tim left the league as the Poopasaur, and uh, I am the current Poopasaur and the person who replaced him in the league. Oh, oh, so are you saying that it, instead of me being your nemesis, your nemesis now is Tim? I don't know. Is that how it should work? Uh, I don't. I do I don't feel, feel like, like that's how like we should have like two two Poopasaur trophies and unify them. <laughs> yeah, like when CM into the back after he the undisputed Poopasaur. Yeah, about like, can we call it? Ooh, that would be an interesting. What if it's you two battling it out for the Poopasaur this year? I would be pretty happy. I gotta say, like if I have to spend one season as the Poopasaur, and afterwards it was called the undisputed Poopasaur. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be happy with that being my kind. I think it would to... be really, really fun to have that sort of but, rivalry happen. But I have a question because, like, obviously, Eric just said that he modeled his season after Tim and all that. But Eric did have a perfect season. No, no, no. I didn't model the season. My persona and my energy was modeled <laughs> well, after you know him. Nobody, like, like, nobody can touch the perfect zero, man. That's what I'm saying. Isn't Eric the undisputed poop star? technically yes so like i think the beef would be more that you took his spot now he's back didn't we add a week 14 Mm -hmm. now yeah yep perfect so so now technically somebody can take the perfect zero from me by losing all 14 weeks that's true so so the true the true poopasaur and maybe it could be me 14 and then yeah not the I still maintain, and this is correct, and I feel like, Jamie, you and I talked enough that you know this, but, like, I tried that entire season. Like, at no point in time did I purposely lose a game. Mm-hmm. It, it was bad. Those, that, was, that was dark times. Uh, Chris, I don't think that – I don't think – like, our rivalry um, – is, is eternal is tortilla like, related, that's something you know? like it's, yeah, it's and also i did like i think that our rivalry took another step when kyle rudolph retired i think he retired right did i make that up i might have made that up i don't know i think there's a third member that's missing from this rivalry, though. that's a notre dame guy it, brian in the burrito bowl oh my gosh don't even get started oh wow why have we not discussed trading the 
the burrito blanket for the, a physical burrito. Would, would you give oh, me real missed would opportunity? Would you give me the burrito blanket if I bought you a burrito? Is it only worth a burrito? <laughs> I think we I think we haven't talked about it because it's not like the value of the burrito is greater than well. There's less than the value of the tortilla blanket, in my opinion. Well, also, I'm not just going to give up the tortilla. I know. Blanket. It's yeah. It's not going to um, happen. I am still upset because I let it go briefly. I didn't have it for and a year. Now that it's now that it's, it's back, and I'm not I'm not letting. In it fact, go again. I feel like he. I have the distinct uh, feeling that Chris is currently wrapped up that burrito blanket. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Would I though? I hope so. Or no, he wouldn't share that with us. Okay. Would he? I don't think he would. I don't think. Mm. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe the new tortilla blanket is one yeah. that's an egg, based on our. Yes. Uh, maybe the real tortilla blanket was around us was the, the whole time. That we made along the way, including Tim, but yeah. hopefully soon again Ryan. But I am glad that Ryan wanted to stay involved in the league because I don't think it would be the same. And also, I don't know yeah. who would host things other than Ryan. I think that's a fair thing to question as well. I feel like yeah. everything would go unhosted. I think he even said that too. He was like, I'll still host shit because, you know, I'm the one who does it. Yeah. <laughs> he's always <laughs> he's always so happy to, to do it, you know. He doesn't he doesn't begrudge anyone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. No, it's I think it's gonna be good. I think I think a lot of the changes make sense. I think a lot of the changes needed to happen simply to happen. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of the changes need to uh, need to evolve the league to match the game that we're playing, uh, because it's been pretty clear for the last I don't even know how long that like, you know, we've been playing a game with the we've been playing a game with like wide receiver points that just make certain uh, you know roster moves irrelevant because of PPR and all that kind of stuff. So, right. Um, I don't know. But I think it's going to be a good year. We have a couple of fun little things planned uh, as we find the time to do it. And like I said, I'm just – I'm. I, I think to recap, change good, Stafford, apology, glad Ryan's around, sad Ryan's gone. Welcome back, Tim. And uh, – yeah, welcome back. Welcome to the off season. Welcome to the off season. Uh, one last very quick thing. Uh, tonight, USA men's national team plays at uh, the Azteca in Mexico. Um, not to put too fine a point on it, but the soccer team did not qualify for the last World Cup cycle. We really kind of need to get points. So if we could not get our asses kicked. And uh, if we did Dose Cero, uh, that would be fantastic. So I'm to, just sending those good vibes out into the atmosphere. To save, because to, to save people time, we are recording this on the 24th of March. So obviously yes. this is not going to be posted on the 24th of March. Yes, so and this is, all of this this is an hour and a half. This is an hour and a half before game time. Yeah, so there you go. Go uh, yeah. go. And the podcast that I'm putting out unedited later tonight has been recording for how hours? I just want, I thought you guys needed to spend some more time together. So that's, we had fun. Chris and I had fun. Okay. Chris, did you, okay. um, May the numbers forever be in your favor. Yada, yada, yada. We'll talk to you guys soon.